something from the Mahabharat. When the five Pandavas were living in the forest, four of them had fallen unconscious after drinking the water from the enchanted lake. The water was guarded by a spirit in the form of a heron who had asked the brothers to answer his questions before drinking. Yudhisthira came in search of his brothers and although wrecked by intense thirst, resisted the temptation to drink and began to answer the bird's questions. Question. What is heavier than earth? Eudestir's answer. A mother's love. So, a mother's love is something. And Eudestir says it's, it's, it's heavier than earth. So Earth provides so many complications. Right? Uh, our life on Earth, we are provided for by Earth, for our livelihood. But yet, life on Earth brings us so many complications. So, but the love of a mother uh, is, is heavier than Earth. By that love, she can, she can overcome any obstacle. No obstacle is too, too great uh, for her in, in protecting her child. She can do anything. She can. Uh, we see it in Mother Yasoda when Krishna was in the coils of Kaliya. Mother Yasoda somehow or other saw the the inauspicious omens and she ran and 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 came to the Amuna and found Krishna there in the coils of the serpent and she was ready to enter the water and to and to fight fight with that serpent the coward man uh, a whole group of them had to sort of hold her back It was just, uh, Jesoda was ready. Cowardman could see, this is this is impossible. This is too overwhelming for Jesoda. Uh, literally, impossible is a word in a fool's dictionary. Uh, Jesoda was not stopped. Her love was not. Uh, not intimidated 
by any obstacle, she was ready, ready to deal with it. Hmm. So uh, the next question was, by what does one become wise? And it says, by serving one's elders. Hmm. So then, the wisdom, um, real wisdom, is not just wisdom that comes from uh, experience. With old age come the gray hairs and the experience and so on. Real wisdom is based on transcendental knowledge. And therefore it is about serving the elders, serving <clears throat> those who are spiritually advanced, um, those who are spiritually rooted in more knowledge than we are, in more realization than we have, we serve them. And by serving them, um, we will also obtain. What are the tidings of the world? You just hear answers. The world is like a cooking pot. With the sun as its fire, days and nights as its fuel, and months and seasons as its wooden spoon. All of us are being cooked by time. Yes. Yes, I was, uh, years ago, I was in New York, and somewhere in the city there was a restaurant, and this restaurant had a chapati machine. And it was a really interesting chapati machine. It was made of a, of a vertical cylinder, and then it had discs on it on different level. And these discs, they, uh, they were rotating. So the chapati, there was, there was a slot at the top, and there was like a container, and there was dough inside. Then the uh, dough that would cut off a knife, it would come through a chute, a knife would cut off a little piece, would go through a roller, and made a perfectly round chapati, which would land on the hot, the hot disc. There it would be roasted, and then in, two, in, in due course of time, there was an arm which shoved it into, into a hole in the disc, and it was sliding down, and then that chute turned, and the chapati was turned around and landed on another disc, uh, another hot disc, which was a level below. And in this way, the chapati was being cooked on the other side. Hmm. So, uh, so it was, uh, it was amazing, hmm. the chapatis, yes. To see them being cooked. Um, so as Yudhisthira was answering the question of the heron and how the uh, heron was inquiring, what are the tidings in, uh, in life? Uh, what are the tidings? 
Then the uh, Yudhisthira answered. Yudhisthira explained that we are basically being cooked in this world. So in the same way that chapati is, is our position. No matter what we do, no matter where we are positioning ourselves, we are cooked by the influence of time. The influence of time is, is always there. Yes. The influence of time is somehow or other um, affecting every living being. As in another way, we can say, it all comes out in the wash. Or uh, the law of karma. Uh, whatever we do, it will come back to us. So, in this way, uh, whatever we are going through, um, that is, is happening. Yeah. Um, that will ultimately um, will bring it back to us, to ourselves. That is the nature. But Krishna, um, Krishna is above the influence of karma. And the devotee uh, is above the influence of karma. And the devotee who follows the instructions of Krishna and who walks the path that Krishna has, has uh, given in the revealed scripture, that devotee who walks the path of pure devotion that devotee is not touched. Um, in the Bhagavatam, in the seventh canto, it says, one who wears the shoes of satisfaction doesn't feel the thorns, <clears throat> the thorns on the path. Right. So if we are simply situated in devotional service and in our relationship with Krishna, then what do we care about anything else? Well, nothing else is meaningful to us. Well, and whatever, uh, whatever the people of the world may say, whatever the, uh, the circumstances are, we choose for Krishna. You know? And we know in Bhagavad Gita 640, it is said, that one who does good is never overcome by evil. So, in this way, uh, although the material circumstances are such that we are being cooked by the influence of time. And no matter how we are maneuvered, the material energy will surely um, continue to cook us. But because we are not interested in material happiness, because we're interested in, in, in happiness with Krishna, we don't care. We just don't. We remain above. We remain fixed on Krishna. Srila um, Prabhupada in the, uh, in the 50s uh, was reading the Bhagavad Gita commentary of um, Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur. 
and uh, and he came to Bhagavad Gita text two forty one, which is Vyavasviet Pika Budir Ikeha Gurunandana Bau Saki Nantas Cha Budayo Vyavasai those are on this path are resolute in purpose and their aim is one. O beloved child of the Kurus, the intelligence of those who are irresolute is many branched. So this Vyavasayat Mika Buddhi is one pointed intelligence. Hmm. So Prabhupada read this, this commentary and he was really struck by it. And it really inspired him to uh, fully uh, follow the order of his spiritual master, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Um, Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur writes, of all kinds of intelligence, the best is intelligence focused on bhakti yoga. In bhakti yoga, one's intelligence becomes single-pointed or fixed in determination. One thinks, the instructions of my spiritual master to worship the personality of Godhead by chanting, remembering, serving his feet, and so on, are my only sadhana, my only sadhya, my only livelihood. I'm incapable of giving up these instructions, either in the stage of practice or in the stage of perfection. They alone are my object of desire and my only responsibility. Besides them, I can desire no other responsibility, not even in my dreams. It is all the same to me whether I feel happy or unhappy, or whether my material existence is eradicated or not. Mm. So, Srila Prabhupada, uh, he took this, uh, he took this, this instruction of Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, and it became like a guiding principle in his life. He focused himself on, on the instruction of his spiritual master. And, uh, and that was his only object of desire and his only responsibility. Um, and then said, besides them, he couldn't desire any other responsibility, not even in his dreams. And whether he would feel happy or unhappy, or whether material existence is eradicated or not. He's not looking for happiness in the material world, and even if he would be uh, destroyed by the material energy, he, um, he was ready to face that. So that is, 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 is an amazing example, and we offer our obeisances again and again, Koti Dandavat. Koti Dandavat uh, means millions of obeisances. So again and again, uh, I bow down to the lotus feet um, of the spiritual master again and again, because he remains, uh, he remains our inspiration. Not that uh, for some time, and then we become uh, uh, achieved, accomplished in devotional service, and then we surpass him. No. We remain always, always a fool before the spiritual master. Uh, we remain always indebted, and we remain always 
in the um, submissive position of hearing and being the servant. That is our position. And Srila Prabhupada then took the order of his spiritual master and made that his, uh, made the fulfillment of that his life mission. So yes, um, that's a very famous uh, purport from Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur to Bhagavad Gita 241. Um, this this one-pointed attention and uh, it's something to think about. Uh, uh, according to the verse, otherwise, one's intelligence is many-branched. I want so many things. I want to do so many things. Um, yes, so that is something quite uh, dear to us. All right, so I'll go back to my quotes. Then I read from the from the Mukunda Malastocha. Jayati, Jayati, Devo, Devakinanda, so Jayati, Jayati, Krishna, Vrishni, Vamsapadi, Pa. Jayati, Jayati, Mega, Shamala, Komalango. Jayati, Jayati, Prithivi, Baranasu, Mukunda. All glories unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is known as the son of Devaki. All glorious to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is known as the light of the dynasty of Vrishni. Yeah. Mm. Vishni Vamsa Pradipa. Oh, yes. All glorious to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, whose bodily luster is that of, is like that of a new cloud. Make a Shamala, make a Shamala, and his Kamalanga, whose body is soft as a lotus flower. Kamalanga. All glories to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who appeared on this planet uh, to deliver the world from the burden of the demons. Pritivibhara Nasamukunda. Yeah. So, we pray that, uh, that we can contribute something to that. A life without God consciousness is a life that is simply, uh, that is destined for suffering. It is only uh, in God consciousness that we can rise above the suffering of the body. Um, the body uh, may offer us happiness and distress, but that's not uh, not sufficient. Uh, that will never. Uh, that happiness will never work. Um, that happiness will never bring us satisfaction. Yeah. One may live in the material world, and in the material world there are different modes of nature, and these different modes of nature. They are um, they're influencing the living beings um, and make them affected by 
whatever is transpiring there. But we just remain focused on Krishna. Just, and when we are experiencing that the material energy is, uh, is, um, is disturbing us, uh, we'll just chant Hare Krishna. See, the Prabhupada explains how in spiritual life, uh, it is like entering into a boat, and the jnana plavena, the boat of transcendental knowledge. And as we are in the boat of transcendental knowledge, we are, we are safe from being um, from the ocean of material nescience. And previously we were in that ocean of material nescience, and we were being tossed by the waves of the modes of material nature. Now we are in the boat of transcendental knowledge. But still, the boat is being rocked. Uh, it is being rocked by the waves. So in this way, we are um, experiencing how the uh, waves on the boat are upsetting us. Uh, see, the Prabhupada himself was describing how he crossed the Atlantic Ocean on the Jaladuta. And as he is uh, sailing across on the Jaladuta, he is describing that uh, when the waves, uh, when the waves and the wind are, are very strong, he says it's very, very difficult to sit, Srila Prabhupada said. Hmm. Prabhupada became very ill. Uh, but uh, and so much so that uh, that that this uh, terrible weather on board the Jaladuta on the Atlantic was such a strain on his body that it triggered a heart attack. Um, as an old man, uh, it triggered off a heart attack, and and Prabhupada was extremely critical, but somehow or other, uh, in the midst of uh, the darkest moment on board of that ship, he had a dream. And in the dream, a Krishna appeared in a boat on the, on the sea, in a rowing boat. And there were also the various expansions and avatars of Krishna in that boat, such as Lord Jagannath and others. And Krishna was rowing. And Krishna told him, told Srila Prabhupada, don't worry, uh, I will take care of everything. And then the waters of the Atlantic became very calm. It became very calm. And Prabhupada gradually recovered and somehow or other he uh, made that successful passage to, uh, to America and uh, began, uh, began his preaching mission. So, um, yes, somehow or other, Krishna is our shelter. So when we are crossing the ocean of nescience in the boat of transcendental knowledge, then sometimes the waves 
of the material nature may become very intense and they may rock the ship. But the devotee just turns to Krishna and Krishna and then everything becomes, becomes possible. So in this way, we are not concerned. So, uh, yeah, um, anyway, that's, uh, so the first part of our talk today is assurance. Assurance. Krishna is there and we need not worry. Whatever may happen, uh, Krishna, we can turn to Krishna. And that's what it's all about. And then uh, other things, yes, are uh, uh, the waves of the ocean of material existence. Sometimes the Bhava Sagar, sometimes get overpowering and, and we get into situations uh, that really uh, knock us down, you know, like um, suddenly out of nowhere. Uh, uh, just recently, um, some, um, someone uh, in, in, in my close circle, uh, suddenly out of the blue becomes overwhelmed and winds up in the hospital in an ICU in a critical condition and we are still trying to figure out, uh, you know, in our mind to adjust to, to the whole thing from, from how did this happen? And then next thing, uh, next thing, uh, it, it goes from one thing into another. But we remain focused on Krishna. Uh, we remain focused on Krishna. Um, yes. And that is how we uh, we just uh, are continuing our journey to the material world. And of course, you know, the body is temporary on one day. We will leave this world and leave this body. But then we are so fixed on Krishna that we'll attain Krishna. Yam yam vapi smaram bhavam chalati antakalevram tam tam evaiti kontiya sarata bhava bhavita. Uh, then we'll just attain Krishna. And that's it. So, this is our, uh, our assurance. Uh, this is our, our security. And uh, otherwise, there is no security. There's nothing else that offers us security, actually. Uh, money doesn't offer security. It appears to offer some security, but ultimately not, not from death. Uh, so, yeah, what to do? Uh, family doesn't offer security. Uh, they can help us, but how much can they help us? They can't 
in the end, they also can't do anything. There is a point where everyone is powerless, and the only one we can turn to is Krishna. And he can decide. He decides where we will be. Life after life will simply be with Krishna. Janmani, Janmani, Swari, Bhavatat, Bhaktir, Ahitakiti, Tvai. So that's this transcendental existence. And this is like the core, just like a fruit has a core. And if our core, if the core of our life is with Krishna, just like the stone of of a fruit, the core uh, of the fruit. And then around it, there is our life in this world, so many things, yes. But because the core is with Krishna and focused with Krishna, uh, we become untouchable, untouchable by the three modes of material nature. Nothing can sway us from, uh, from our resolve to take shelter of Krishna. And that's it. And sometimes it may be difficult, and it will be difficult. I have also experienced uh, my, my things. I've flown out of a car. I've, I've been shot. I've, I've had a bout of cancer. I've you know, had malaria many times. Uh, so many uh, intense, intense moments. But uh, death in the family, uh, you know, is, is death of all these things, but it doesn't matter. Mm. Or when material success comes, same thing, you know. It's not so important. Yes, it's nice, but it's not, uh, it's not uh, the all in all, because even when material success comes, we become very wealthy. We have a beautiful house, we have so we have servants, we have uh, wonderful vehicles, we have all the opulence of this world. But, but we know it's temporary. We know it cannot last. So in this way, uh, we are aware, we are aware that this is also not so important. Not so important. Uh, what is the only thing that is important is Krishna. Yeah, well, this is what I'm uh, trying to uh, sort of think about. Right? And then we think about Krishna, and then there's descriptions of Krishna. Um, who is Vishnivamsa Pradeep? He's the light of the Vishnivamsa. He is the... Uh, yeah, he is Megas Shamala. He is like a blackish cloud. He's Kamalanga. Uh, his limbs are like lotus flowers. Yes, and he is Devaki Nandan, the son of Devaki, uh, and he relieves the burden of the earth. Prithivi Bharanasu, Mukunda. So in this way. Uh, yes, that is Krishna. He is relieving the burden of the earth. We remember uh, how the birth, how the how the earth, in the form of of a cow, Bumi, 
Bhumi personified as a deity in the form of a cow came before Lord Brahma and speaking of her plight by being overburdened by so many military phalanxes of unwanted soldiers. Um, it said the birth, the earth, is becoming burdened by the sinful lives of men above. So, um, the, uh, even in the age of Kali, the earth is greatly burdened. Um, we beg forgiveness to the earth because it said the earth cannot uh, not carry the burden of a lie. Who can say they've never uh, spoken a lie? So uh, we see descriptions in the Vedic literature uh, of a, uh, a person who uh, in the higher regions had taken flesh. And he said, Anis, they asked him, have you taken? He said, no. He fell down from the heavenly realms to earth. They asked him again, have you taken? He said, no. And he was swallowed by the earth. Hmm. So, in the age of Kali, of course, you know, the earth is, is tolerating so much. Um, but, but the conditions are difficult. And everyone has become corrupted, yes, including ourselves. We're not claiming. Um, we're not claiming to be great. We're not claiming to be strong. We're not claiming that we've never done wrong. They are the first one to say, yes, yes, I have, have not been able to live such an exalted life of purity. I have been uh, affected, corrupted by all the, uh, um, by the symptoms of the age of Kali. But somehow or other, um, Brahmanu Brahmite Kone Bhagavan Jeev Guru Krishna Prasada Pai Bhakti Lata Beach. Somehow or other, by mercy, this transcendental knowledge came into our lives in some way or other. And the result is uh, the result is is that we are greatly benefited. That now we are on the Bhakti mark. Now we're on the path of pure devotional service. And and being on that path situates us in pure devotional service. Then, akama sarva kama vamoksha kama udaraditi vena bhakti yogena yeta purusam param. Then, whether one has material desires or whether one doesn't have material desires, as long as one is on the path. But then someone says, yes, but I am not doing very well in staying on the path. Uh, that is my problem. Yes, yes, I recognize what you say, but. How can I stay on this path? Then it says, Durgame patimendasya skalat padakatir muhu yat kripasvastidani santasantavalambanam. That my path is very difficult. My feet are slipping again and again. Yes. Then what to do? But there is the stick of the mercy of the devotees. And with that stick for support, 
we still stay on the path. So let us stay connected to the mercy of the devotees. Uh, this is uh, this is what we do. Yes. So uh, that is as simple as that. We just turn there. Uh, we turn to the devotees, and with the devotees, yes, we are we are uh, protected uh, because the devotees. They are uh, our protectors, yes. And the devotees, they can protect us, yes. Because uh, the devotees are protected by Krishna. The devotees are protected by their devotional service. Just like uh, Draupadi, uh, she was protected by Krishna. Just like Arjuna, he was protected by Krishna throughout the whole battle of Kuruksetra. Huh? There is this verse, I can just see if I can put this verse up. Uh, that is very, very nice. So there is a fish, uh, the Timingila fish, and the Timingila fish is known that it is very, very large. It can can swallow swallow whales. So that is like a, a huge fish that is described in the Vedic literatures uh, that uh, can swallow. Um, Smaller whales. So then, there's a famous verse in the uh, in the tenth canto, uh, which says, "Taking the boat of Krishna's lotus feet, my grandfather Arjuna and others crossed the ocean of the battlefield of Kurukshetra, in which such commanders as Bhishma Dev." resembled great fish that could very easily have swallowed them. Uh, Timingila fish. By the mercy of Lord Krishna, my grandfathers crossed this ocean, which was very difficult to cross, as easily as one steps over the hoofprint of a calf. Because my mother surrendered into Lord Krishna's lotus feet, the Lord, Sudarshan Chakra in hand, entered her womb and saved my body, the body of the last remaining descendant of the Kurus and the Pandavas which was almost destroyed by the fiery weapon of Aswatan. Hmm. Lord Sri Krishna, appearing within and outside of all materially embodied living beings by his own potency in the forms of eternal time, that is, as Paramatnam and as Virata Rup, gave liberation to everyone, either as cruel death or as life. Kindly enlighten me by describing his transcendental characteristics. Mm. So the boat of Krishna's 
lotus feet. Uh, and that somehow or other, uh, the, uh, the Pandavas survived the, uh, the great battle of Kurukshetra, although they were not the most powerful warriors. And uh, warriors like Bhishma Dev could have swallowed them, but somehow or other, destiny was in their favor. Um, Krishna was, uh, was there. Somehow or other, Krishna made all the arrangements, and, and so they crossed that ocean. And this is the, uh, the way. It says here in the purport. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 10, 1458, And for one who has accepted the boat of the lotus feet of the Lord, who is the shelter of the cosmic manifestation as famous as Murari, or the enemy of the Mura demon, the ocean of the material world is like the water contained in a calf's hoofprint. His goal is Parampadam or Vaikuntha, the place where there are no material miseries, not, not the place where there is danger at every step. So one who seeks shelter at the lotus feet of Lord Krishna is immediately protected by the Lord. As the Lord promises in Bhagavad Gita, 1866, I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. Hmm. And back to the point of, so there's the protection, and then back to the point of those who are struggling, uh, who are struggling to remain on the path. Uh, that also doesn't matter. In the 12th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, there is also, uh, there are instructions for those who are not able to stay on the path. Mm. Um, We'll just quickly go to the 12th chapter and, uh, and read that. Um, so in text 8, it says, Just fix your mind upon me, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and engage all your intelligence in me. Thus you will live in me always without a doubt. Then, my dear Arjuna, O winner of wealth, if you cannot fix your mind upon me without deviation, then follow the regulative principles of bhakti yoga. In this way, develop a desire to attain me. Okay. If you cannot practice the regulations of bhakti yoga, then just try to work for me. Because by working for me, you will come to the perfect stage. So if we cannot follow the regulative principles, then that's just to serve us work for Krishna, and gradually that will bring us to follow to the point where we can follow the regulative principles. And then, if however you are unable to work in this consciousness of me, then try to act giving all the results of your work, and try to be self-situated. Then, just don't try, then give the fruits of your labor to Krishna. And if you cannot take to this practice, then engage yourself in the cultivation of knowledge. Better than knowledge, however, is meditation. And better than meditation is renunciation of the fruits of action. For by such renunciation one can attain peace of mind. So then you come to the preliminaries. But if somehow or other we have already come 
in contact with the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. And if we're struggling on the path, uh, then just stay connected with devotees and carry on with devotional service. And then from that will come the strength that we will be able to take shelter of the regulations of bhakti. Therefore, no one is ever defeated. No one is ever in a position that, uh, sorry, this one just is too fallen. This one could not, uh, not partake in devotional service. That is never a concern. No one. No one is exempt. Everyone. Everyone is eligible to somehow or other uh, grow. And once we have come on the path, Brahmananda Brahmite Kuna Bhagavanaji, by some extraordinary mercy, then there is on that path a way to, uh, to carry on without a doubt. And this is our, uh, this is this golden opportunity that we receive by the mercy of the golden avatar. Uh, therefore, there are no losers. Everyone, everyone is gaining and some may take some more time to get fixed. But ultimately, uh, once we are on the path of devotional service, then the result will be that resolute focus on the Supreme Lord. That will be there every time for everyone without any exception. So somehow or other, um, if we think that we are the exception, then uh, we should understand that Krishna is greater than we are. And therefore, no matter how great our weakness is, Krishna's mercy can lift us above our weakness. And with that, uh, I'll, I'll finally uh, quote the Pope, uh, Pope Francis, who said that uh, he met a drug addict and and he said to this man, he said, you will not find God in the, in the church. You will not find God in the, in the Bible. You will find him in your addiction. And simply in, in being confronted uh, with our despair, in our despair, when we turn to Krishna, that's where we will find him. And so, Nami Bhakti Panasyati, my devotee will never perish. Na Kalyanakritkaschit, Tada Durgatim Nagachiti, that one who does good will never be overcome by evil. Very happy uh, to have spent this time with you. And therefore, uh, let us stay together somehow or other. And surely, uh, 
Let us stay together and engage in some devotional service. And by engaging in devotional service, we will be successful. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much.